This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. And the best part about podcasts is they create a 25th hour in the day. Whenever I'm commuting, metro, car, even when I'm riding my bike around town, although in that case, one earphone only, safety kids, I'm always listening to podcasts. And this offseason, you can get all the insights, all the news, all the analysis, and Logan and I occasionally make a joke or two in the Take Command podcast on demand so it fits in to your busy schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports, Greg Hoffman, Logan Paulson. All right, let's hit a few more questions real quick. We'll move a little faster through these. I love this question. Uh, references to guys that I covered, like Mac Brown, who was awesome in the preseason and, and never quite caught on in the league. Um, I'm actually going to officially call this, or unofficially, whichever, whatever the power it is that I hold to name things, the Rashad Ross Award. Uh, Rashad was a great uh, speed threat, scored a bunch of touchdowns in the preseason, never could quite crack the field in the regular season. Who is the Rashad Ross Award nominees for you as you've watched this club? Somebody you think could really flash. It doesn't mean they couldn't be good in the future, but someone who really flashed uh, in in the spring that you think is going to flash in camp, maybe score or make some big plays in, in preseason, but ultimately probably is going to be a special teamer during the regular season. I kind of feel like I need to look at the roster now for this, but but usually, kind of my my rule my rule for preseason preseason All Americans, we'll call it, the Rashad Wash mm-hmm. Ross specialist, is running backs tend to be very high in this list because as the game goes on, coaches want to run the football a little bit more, so it would never be Gibson McKissick or um, of course you know Robinson. It would be one of those three other younger kind of newer guys to the roster that is going to be running behind probably the second offensive line for some of the game against the threes for the other team they're going to get a lot of touches especially in that third game mac brown you mentioned i remember um lake uh lake luke sea trunk sea trunks what was that guy's name oh lake sea trunk yeah that's yeah, a great and again pull. like again huge explosive because you get a guy who's a little bit athletically better than the rest of the guys he's going against and has this explosive playmaking ability so one of those guys uh might shine out in a really nice way um receiver wise you got your five guys that you feel really good about and then there's a couple guys uh what the heck is his name number 19 is his number he's uh, got mark some- and michael yeah, Mark and Michael's got some speed, and he's going to be playing in the later half of the game. A guy that I think really should be maybe up for this award is uh, Kelly. Um, I know we're going to talk about him in a little bit, but he's a guy that's looked pretty solid during the OTA period, and he hasn't played a ton, but he's got a cannon for an arm, and he understands how to read defenses, and I think fans are going to be like, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing because he's going to look like a full-grown man playing with a bunch of high school kids, and that's going to be always fun to see. Um, you know, he'll get a lot of burn. He'll play a ton in the preseason game. It'll be a simple. It'll it'll be a simplified offense, a truncated offense. So that's an interesting one. Defensively, um, who else? I feel like safety de- sometimes. Like the guy that I that yeah. stands out to me as someone who used to be like this was DeShazer because DeShazer is yeah. what I like to call a four A player. Like that's a baseball term that they use to talk about a guy who is going to always crush AAA, but he's not quite yeah. a major leaguer. 
And like yeah. that was DeShazer at safety. DeShazer, if he had to play safety in a real NFL game, like he wasn't going to excel, but you weren't dead in the water. He was a 4A yeah. player. And so yeah. all of a sudden he's out there with third stringers in the preseason and he's killing he everybody. Yeah. He looked like and an so, all-star. So Jeremy Reeves could be that guy in, in the literal DeShazer Everett role. I was actually going to say him. So that's great. Great minds think alike. Because, again, he's played a lot of football. He's physical. He's going to show out. I think even like Forrest and Percy, are gonna, they're going to play. They're going to make the team. Right, but if they're in a situation where they're playing an actual safety, Cleek Hudson's a guy that I always love in the preseason because he ends up with like ten tackles in a game because he's played football in the NFL and he's playing kind of the third rotational guy for the, for this for this team. So that's interesting. Uh, usually defensive ends, like I remember uh, Marcus White a couple of years ago. You know, you get a bad tackle in a preseason game, you'll end up with like three or four sacks. Um, you know, so James Radley King or um, the kid from Penn State, uh, Shaka Tony. Shaka Tony right because Shaka Tony probably more likely because he's got the pass rushing juice but these guys that are very fringe roster guys that have played a little bit in the league are deadly in this time of year in terms of uh, cultivating this award especially if they've got some type of of, of elite trait so like you mentioned Rashad great example Uh, I mentioned uh, C-Trunks what's his name C-Strunk both those guys were 4-2 guys and so of course you put them in the preseason game and no one in in that third string group has seen anything like that all training camp. And all of a sudden, you've got these new angles created by these guys who run 4-2s. So anybody like that is always really exciting to, um, to watch. You know what I mean? In, in, that, in that context. Uh, well, let's skip ahead one question. We'll come back to our, our – we'll wrap with our favorite position battle going into camp. But since you mentioned how uh, – or since you mentioned Cole Kelly, uh, we have had three quarterbacks play here the last couple of years. And yeah. so – uh, one tweet that came in was saying, you know, hey, since we've had three quarterbacks, how do Howell and Cole Kelly look? Obviously not ready to play NFL football, but how have they looked throughout the spring and what are you, what are you looking for from them in training camp? So let's start with, let's start with Cole Kelly because there's less to talk about. So Cole Kelly, I actually liked him a lot coming out of college, and I thought he would be an excellent fit. Kind of a guy with, with some tools, with some athleticism, size, a little bit of moxie to his game that could grow into maybe a high-end backup, low-end starter in the right situation. So when he's practiced, he's done a really nice job. You see the arm strength. You see his ability to read defenses. He's got some athleticism, got a little playmaker to him. But he's I'd say he's probably gotten, through all OTAs and minicamp, maybe 50 reps. So not a lot. You know, a couple periods here and there. He's not practicing every day. You know, sometimes they'll get a burn in two minutes, but it's really been Howell who's getting all the third string reps. And Howell, I'd say for the first three days of practice, looked very, very sharp and then kind of fell into that rookie mold a little bit, right? He's de- he's not ready to play either. Like everyone wants him, oh, is Carson Wentz this, Carson Wentz that, is he better than Heineke? I was kind of asking some of those questions, but after you see him, he's got a lot of growing to do. He does have some talent. He's got some, he's, he's much quicker and faster in person when you see him run. He's got a very live arm. Uh, I think his release is a little deliberate. Got a little bit of a Carson Wentz and accuracy issue. Not bad, but not great either. Uh, but I think you like the arm strength. You like the moxie. You like the athletic traits. The, honestly, in terms of in terms of um, you know the the Rashad Ross award for preseason, both those guys could come out and do some good things just in terms of throwing the football because they have traits. It's just about you know they're not ready to play big boy football yet. You're not, they're not, they're not ready to play with the varsity and that's not an indictment of them. I think they're all, they're both going to grow. They can both become better football players, but I think Howell right now is your three. I think that's what they want, especially if you draft him in the fifth round, you're not going to be able to get him to practice squad, especially with the name that he's got. He's your yeah. three. I think Cole Kelly 
probably won't play a ton in the preseason because I think they probably want to float him to practice squad, which to me feels like a good move because I think he's got some some traits and some skills that make you excited about keeping him in your program. So, and especially with the expanded uh, practice squad sizes, I think that would probably be a smart move. Yeah, that makes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline sense all right uh last question let's wrap up with this what is the position battle you are most interested in for training camp um craig you probably know the answer to this like i am a tight, tight end. end yes yeah. i like tight ends Yours is but, tight end but but this one is especially interesting because of logan thomas's injury and the talent that they've been able to bring in at the position and so what I mean by that is they've got a guy in Cole Turner who they dropped in the fifth round who I think has a very unique skill set in, abil- in his size, in his ability to catch the football, and for a man of his height to adjust to the football in the air, very unique. So does Scott start to deploy one-on-one situation packages where you can exploit that skill set? That's something I want to see in the preseason. He looked great in OTAs. How is he with his hand in the ground? Because he didn't really do that at Nevada. He was more of a receiver. Um, uh, Curtis Hodges is a guy that... Man, he was running with the twos after four days of practice and pulled his hamstring. Can he be your rotational Y? Can he get some burn at F? How is he on teams? Because right now, I, that feels like your three. You know, that honestly, if, if, if Logan starts the year on IR or PUP or something like that, it's Bates, who's your lock, uh, Cole Turner, uh, Hodges, and then you get uh, Armani Rogers, who looks. Like he he's he's a big man. He's six six, but he runs a four a four five. And if to put that in contents, that's faster than big receivers like Devin Funches. That's faster than Can Sizz's forty. That's faster than uh, you know Calvin Benjamin. Big body guys. So he's got a very unique skill set. Extremely raw because he played quarterback at Ohio. But obviously that is exciting when you've got an athlete of that caliber on the roster. And those are just the rookies that you got in, right? We haven't even right. talked about Samis Reyes yet. And I, I love Samis. He's a, like a, I consider him a friend because of the time we spent together. I love his story. But he's got his work cut out for him now because those three guys showed a lot in OTAs. And OTAs, there's no pads. You know, you don't have. It's not as physical as it's going to be in training camp, and I think the distinguishing factor after talking to some people in the building is going to be that training camp time frame. And I think just to be clear, Armani's going to be a practice squad guy because he's so raw. But again, that's a nice piece to have in the bag, and he might right. he might flash some special team stuff. Talk about the Rashad Ross, you know, preseason player. The like get him some touches in space and watch that big man work. Who knows. Um, right. But again, having that those two guys in competition, those two rookies in competition for a roster spot, and Sam East on the roster still, that becomes super interesting because how do you keep? Do you keep the, the fullback kid? Because he's had a nice OTA period too, and he gives you some more flexibility in terms of teams. So yeah, there's a lot, right, of, yeah. lot of moving pieces there that gets me excited to watch football, especially because I think those two young guys have – you know, high ceilings. And I say that and everyone says, oh, you think they're going to be pro bowlers? Like, they're going to be solid pros maybe this year, which is an exciting proposition for a guy, for a guy that's undrafted and a guy that you got in the fifth round. Yeah, definitely. And that special teams part of it is huge, right? That's that's a, a huge part of what ultimately yeah. settles those back end of the roster things is because that's where those guys are going to play. And that's where a guy like Samis has a leg up because he was good yeah. on special teams last year. Right. I will... 
I'm excited about tight end. I actually think that's probably the correct answer. Um, right? Doesn't it feel that way? Find, it feels that way, Especially right? as we, f- we figure out more about Logan Thomas's injury. Yeah. But speaking of injury-related position battles, who's going to start opposite of Montez Sweat if Chase Young is not ready for the regular season? Because you've yeah. got some good character, or you've got some good, uh, you know, candidates there. James yeah. Williams seems like the front runner, yeah. and James is, was really, really solid last year. Now coming in third year in the league, like what can he do? Can he show a little bit more pop? Maybe a guy like Shaka Tony has that pass rush juice. Casey Tuhill, really, really solid. Somewhere maybe skill set wise in the middle, but better than. You know, obviously Shaka in, in a lot of areas, maybe a little worse than James and some, better than others. So you've got the, this balance there of those three guys. And, oh, by the way, Daniel Wise played decently well, different kind of body. He's got a much bigger player than those other guys. And so could he potentially be in the mix for not only snaps, but to start opposite of Montez, first and second down kind of player? And then you have some of the other guys that have played a little bit more inside-outside. I mean, well, Bunmi Rutini, Rutimi has played a little bit as well in the league. F.A. Obata's played in the league. He's a guy that's played inside, outside some. William Bradley King, again, like, same His kind of... Classes, bo- yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Same kind of body as Casey Tuhill. Big, physical kind of guy, um, but not quite the Daniel Wise size, a guy who's played, you know, playing at 285. So, like, that's a lot of freaking names, and not all those yeah. guys are going to make the roster, and yet all of them, you could see a path where they wind up being the starter opposite of Montez, you know, I, I think certainly some favored over others, James Smith-Williams and, and Casey Tuhill being the, the lead two in that, that regard. But all yeah. those guys could certainly compete for the rotation and with Chase potentially out to start camp, nevertheless out to start the regular season, some of those guys are going to play a lot. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think I would agree with you. Right now it's probably James Smith-Williams. But again, here's another perfect example of a Richard Ross preseason All-American is Casey Tuhill. Like there's a guy who's your fourth edge rusher but played a ton of football in the league and will be playing against lesser tackles in the preseason and could up with end up with a lot of pressures. And again, that would be fantastic. But you mentioned some of those younger guys. I think um, F.A. Obata is probably the third guy in that group. Again, played a ton of football, scary yeah. in the preseason. I think James Smith-Williams and Shaka Tony, they do have a little bit of growing to do as players, right? Right now they seem like practice squad plus or minus. And so if they get a little bit better in, during training camp, they might make the active. But I feel like right now they're practice squad guys with a little bit of potential. You said, think, you said James Smith-Williams. You mean James I mean, or William Bradley King? Uh, yeah, William Bradley King. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. William okay. Bradley King. And a lot then, of names. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then I think, um, I think Wise right now, based on what he's done in OTAs, I think is your fourth interior player. And that's a big, that's a big ask. And he's going to play a lot of football for this team if that's the case. So once you kind of parcel them out and move them to their correct positions, I think you feel like maybe it's a little bit more clear cut, but I do agree that the bottom, you know, like that fifth edge rusher, rusher, you know, counting case, Montez, Chase, Montez, um, James, not William Bradley, and, James uh, Casey. yeah, Casey. And then, so William Bradley King and Shaka Tony with F.A. Obata with, um, the other gentleman, like, um, Bohemi, right? Uh, Those yeah. four guys are going to yeah, kind yeah. of be in contention for that fifth rusher spot, which is a big deal because you'll be playing a lot of football for this team, especially until Chase gets healthy. So that's that, I like that one, especially the bottom kind of after those first four. That's an interesting mix for sure. And teams can also play that is a position mm-hmm. that you play on special teams, so um, that could that could definitely play a role. And by the way, they still could go outside of that. Not not that as many are available yeah. as, as were a month ago or two months ago, but they still could go sign a vet, and you know we'll see who's out there. All right. Well, to uh, your, well one, one quick point yeah. to your point though, like 
after training camp, guys get cut. So that's another yep. opportunity, right? Maybe that position gets filled by someone who's getting off the roster. Definitely. All right. Uh, thanks again to Jordan Reed for joining us. Uh, great to catch up with him. And uh, we will keep some of the interviews with some of the names that have shined in Washington over the years coming, as well as get their perspective on what is happening right now. But we're, we're almost here. Training camp starting next week. So we are excited to get going here on Take Command. We will stay twice weekly, so make sure you subscribe. Mondays and Thursdays, we will have episodes hitting your feeds fresh. Uh, with that, thanks for listening, and we'll see you Monday on Take Command.